Hey, hey, hey. Shout out to all my CRNAs. Listen, we know CRNAs get paid, okay? But as you learn through your entrepreneurial journey, it's not really about the money. It's about buying back your time. And that's what moves us towards becoming an entrepreneur. Today, we had the honor of talking to Dr. Aisha Allen, a CRNA who is strategic in chasing her dreams and getting to the bag. Aisha discusses how she strategically dreams about where she wants to be and then reverse engineers the steps backwards to make it happen. She's back after spending two years working, traveling, and living in Japan to managing her Airbnb and real estate properties while teaching other nurses how to make strategic investments to ditch the bedside. This is an episode you don't want to miss. Hey, nurses. I'm Kiana. And I'm Crystal. And this is the Nurse Boss Shift, where a shift happens. We're here to help you shift your title from employee nurse to boss nurse. Step into your power as an entrepreneur and build a highly profitable business using the skills you already have and learn some new ones along the way. Let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Nurse Boss Shift. I am excited because we have a special guest, but first let's do our introductions. It is me, Dr. Kiana Jones extraordinaire and your girl. And I'm Crystal Parker. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal Parker. And we have a very, very, very special guest that we are bringing into the Nurse Boss Shift to talk to us about her shift and her journey and like all the things that she has done and all the people that she has helped. And you guys know we absolutely love nurses who reach back and bring other nurses with them. So Miss Aisha Allen, welcome. Yay, we don't have the clappers yet. (laughs) Welcome, welcome Miss Aisha, CRNA Ken. You just really quickly give, if you were to give a little elevator pitch about yourself and tell our audience who you are and what you got going on. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. So I'm, I'm going to get like you. Um, my name's Dr. Aisha Allen. You know, nice. I got my doctorate too period. out here. <laughs> yeah, period. <laughs> um, so I like to, my elevator pitch, and I think that everyone in business who is in business needs one. Um, by trade, I'm a nurse anesthetist or nurse anesthesiologist. Anytime I'm outside of the operating room, though, I am fully engaged in either real estate investing or coaching nurses on how to leave the bedside. Um, and when I say leave the bedside or ditch the bedside, it's not like nursing is bad or anything like that. It's just really about having a plan outside of the hospital, outside of clocking in, outside of overtime. And that's really what I'm about. I love that you said it, it. Okay. One of the common themes with nurses, and I know that we are biased and of course our pool that we're selecting from are already entrepreneurs. But one of the common themes really is leaving the bedside. And then we always like, and I, I too, and even Crystal, she does it too. Like when we talk mm-hmm. about leave it's like it's not horrible it's such a weird relationship we have with the best it's like yes. for real i did a whole um uh tiktok on like the state of nursing and i put some stats and of course they were just like talking about burnout and racism and this and that and then i get a comment from uh, a follower and she's like oh my god and i'm about to graduate in a year i'm like but it's okay like you should Right. And I feel like, and I told myself I wouldn't have to like explain myself all the time going forward, but I do feel like there does need to be an explanation. Nursing isn't bad. I wouldn't be where I am without nursing. 
It's a yeah. great field. You mm-hmm. saw nurses mm-hmm. in the pandemic, yeah. the pandemic, as people called it. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. So it's not all bad. It's just going in with a purpose to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And so let's talk about your experience because I know you were in like the first of all. I I met Aisha on. Uh, I'm sorry, Doctor Allen. We gonna get these correct, okay? <laughs> right, I met Doctor right. Allen on um, Instagram, following her journey. Um, CRNA and then I saw you started doing like real estate and then short-term rentals and I was like oh my gosh she is so dope like and your reels were amazing very entertaining like really really touching the pain points the like highs and lows of nursing and then you are a part of an elite group of nurses I consider because I feel like and we'll talk about this a little later. I don't want to go into that. Never mind. But the point is, is I wanted to ask you, can you elaborate? Tell us your journey. And was it always your plan to be where you are right now? Yeah, good question. So when I went into nursing, I I applied to nursing school literally two days before the deadline. Um, I was originally in, right, uh, in undergrad at VCU, Commonwealth, Virginia Commonwealth, two up, two down. Um, and I was studying mass communications and um graphic design and mm-hmm. i was like you know it's 2008 had just come about and people were like struggling to find jobs and all of that and i was like wait a second i want something a little bit more secure period mm-hmm. and um i was doing in high school at the time i was doing athletic training and then i came about nursing at my co- at my school and it was one of the top programs and right before i grad or um, applied i started looking at like what else can i do like because i'm a caribbean firstborn first woman first daughter in a Caribbean family so education is like it's expected Mm -hmm. there's no like oh I'm gonna go no so it was like okay what grad school are you going to so I did some research and at the time back in 20 2009 all that really came up was CRNA school and nurse practitioner school Mm -hmm. so I'm about my money have always been about my check (laughs) and I was like how much does this make I'm keeping it real. People hate when I say mm-hmm. this. And I looked at what this made. And CRNA made blankety blank blank mm-hmm. six figures easy back then, mm-hmm. 2009. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, true. That's where I'm going. <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to like it. Um, I knew it was science. I knew this and that. Cool. Um, and so I applied. That was my uh, impetus to, to apply. That's how I started and got into nursing. I applied two days before the deadline. I got accepted. I had great grades. I knew I, knew I was going to get in. I played college soccer at the time. And if you hear me now, I am not, I don't mince words. I know what I bring to the table. I knew I was getting in. Period. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. so uh, I got in. It was very hard. Um, actually, I don't even like using the word hard. It was challenging balancing full-time soccer, D1 athlete, and mm-hmm. nursing school. Mm-hmm. But I had coaches that knew that I was about my business and I was not, athletics wasn't my end-all be-all. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. education and a job and a trade because mm-hmm. to me, it's, it's a trade. Um, and so I got in that way. And then once I realized and started nursing, graduated in 2013, um, I was like, oh, you can work more shifts and make more money. Mm. Like where in life does this exist? Like, this is dope. (laughs) And you can hop around from this unit to this unit. I'd heard about the whisperings of nursing informatics and this. Mm. And I said, oh, okay, well, I got to keep on my way. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. Um, I need to get into an ICU as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but that didn't happen. So I just took my first, the first job was a step down unit mm-hmm. and I was still applying for ICU jobs. And then the time came, someone said, sure. And six months later I was in an ICU 
Um, but that was like the beginning of my nursing journey. Yeah, I love that. And see how when you and 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 Crystal, you can you can tell me what you think about this too. But like I always say, when you know where you want to go, you just reverse engineer that back, and that applies to business as well. Not mm -hmm. enough people have their goal in mind or mm -hmm. they have it in mind, but they're not locked in on it. it they change with the, with the weather mm -hmm. instead of, right. I say your vehicle may change, your route may change, but don't change the destination. And so mm -hmm. you didn't get in to ICU directly. It still was on your agenda. You had, you went to yeah. PCU or step down first you still got to ICU. You didn't change your destination. You just had to detour. What are your right. thoughts on that, Chris? Right. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same way. It's like when I have that goal, I nothing is stopping me until I reach that. Um, and I think that kind of right. seems like the characteristics of business owners as well, like you said, um, and nurses. It's like, we know where we want to go. We know where we want to be. And even though something or if we're in a situation that feels uncomfortable, we can maintain it for a little bit longer because we know where we're trying to get to. So I think that's so important. That you know? is so important <laughs> what you just said, Crystal, because I feel like, and, and Dr. Allen, you can, you can comment on this. I feel like nurses are so miserable because they don't see a way out. They haven't mm -hmm. set themselves up to plan their exit strategy. Cause I know when I was working on that COVID unit for those eight weeks, baby, I was like, I didn't let nothing stress me out. Cause guess what? I got a plan. I know where I'm going. I think the, right. the unhappiness and the misery also stems mm. from where where we where I'm going. This is it. Like this is stuck. what I was. When you feel so stuck, huge. it's so okay. miserable. <laughs> when you feel yeah, stuck, it's so miserable. So huge. Yeah. Go ahead, Doctor. And Adam. I think I agree. Yeah, no, I agree with you because I'm thinking about all the time the hard spots in my life where everyone was so miserable military included mm -hmm. and i'm like oh i've always had i knew that was not permanent i was about to cuss i knew you that this was not permanent you can. <laughs> those shows. like I, we gotta I be would. able to cuss girl okay I, we wouldn't make okay. it okay. I, I would <laughs> <laughs> like i was 22 23 and you know these nurses have been bedside for 20 30 years yeah. Looking mm -hmm. at me sideways because I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to CRNA school. Big mistake. Anyone, by the way, like, don't tell people your business. Like, I learned because I'm a person like, oh, well, let's do it together. Mm -hmm. Nah, they're like, we're going to stop her, mm -hmm. which if you follow me long enough, I talked about that. But if you have no plan, everything that around you is going to consume you. That's your whole life. Mm -hmm. Everything right there in that unit, that trash talking Coworker, blah, blah, blah. Nah, I went home and was studying my, my GRE mm -hmm. and studying for my CCRN. I don't care what you said. Right. You right. know, mm. <laughs> military. Oh, I'm leaving in two years. This was a three year plan so I could get this degree paid for. Mm -hmm. I don't know right. what you thought this was. Mm -hmm. I'm out. <laughs> I love right. that. Right. So I agree with you. Yeah. And, and so how, so, okay. So back, back, you mentioned the military and I wanted to talk about that yeah. too. What did the military do for you? And and I love it's so strategic with you. And I and I think yeah. we all should be that way. Um, we don't get any do overs. We can't rewind. We can't get that day back. So tell me, how did you include that in your strategy to get to where you right. were trying to go? And that's the word. Like I used to have strategic plan in my uh, bio. 
course, people started copying what I was putting in there, but <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> um, it's all strategy. Literally everything that I do has some reason. I planned it out that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I was applying for nursing school, when I was sitting on that computer, I remember I was in my, my bed at home. Um, it was cold as heck. And I was sitting there typing. And I was like, well, how much is CRNA school? And the numbers... I was like, excuse me? No. Like, I'm scared. Like, I just could not, like, no. And so I was like, well, how do I pay? Like, literally Googled, how can I pay for CRNA school? And at the time, the Veterans Fair, a Veterans Affairs scholarship popped up. And I hope people are taking notes if this is your, like, what you want to do. Veterans Affairs um, scholarship and then the military. And I was like, well, I don't want to go straight into the military. What other scholarships are there? And there's HPSP, so Health Profession Scholarship Program. And I was like, okay, well, that's the way. Check. And because, and I will say this, if let's say I didn't get in, um, accepted into those scholarship programs, I still would have went um, just because it's worth it for me. Um, and so at that time, um, I looked up the HPSP scholarship and it said, oh, you can go to a civilian school. We'll just pay that civilian school and you owe back that time or that money through active duty service. And so literally... 20, 2009, I was looking for the HPSP program. The only reason why I ended up doing that and not the Veterans Affairs, because Veterans Affairs just requires three years of service to the VA hospitals. Is that is the that one in San Antonio? Down the, well, you can go anywhere. Oh, okay. You can go anywhere. Yeah, any VA. No, any the, VA. the program, their VA program. I mean, their CRNA program. Is that the one in Texas? Oh, no. So that's a different one. Oh, okay. That's yeah. So that one, you're going directly into the military, and that oh. is not for me. Okay. Like I want to do as little. There's gonna be some veterans on here that don't like this. I want to do as little time <laughs> active duty as possible, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. little. And so my program, I went to civilian school. I didn't have a uniform. I didn't know how to salute. Like nothing until it was time for me to go active duty. And um, when I was accepted into school, they actually closed the VA program that like they took the funding away mm-hmm. and I was like, well, reroute, I guess I'm going to HPSP. Mm-hmm. And so that's how the, that's where the military came in. That was the strategy behind that. It was three years. Um, the other programs require like six years, their army. I was air force only. Um, yeah. that was strategy too. <laughs> yeah. Right. I knew the life I wanted to live. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's how that went. Okay. Okay. So, no. all right. So you, you were strategic with your military um, endeavors and you did four years mm-hmm. only. Did you do trace? It's three only years. Three I years? just finished October. Oh, it's only three years required. I don't know why. HPSP. Oh. Oh, HPSP is only three years. Yes. Oh. So when I tell you I knew in 2022, I'd be out. That's what I planned wow. for. That's dope mm-hmm. right there. I love that. Yeah. And and uh, we were talking a little bit before we started. Tell us where you just were at for the three years. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> um, I, I just spent the last two years in Japan. I was living in Tokyo. Oh. Right. And I'll tell you a little about that. People would tell, I was like, I want to live overseas when I'm in the military. Like that was a plan of mine. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, that's never going to happen. You have to be in the military for a long time. That's never going to happen. Eight months in, I was living in Las Vegas. They said, we need volunteers to go to Japan. Broop. October 2020, I was I was moved to Japan. And I wish, I'm not that petty, I'm kind of petty. <laughs> but I wanted to be like, see, I told you. <laughs> and then I moved to Japan. 
Yes. So, okay. So my question then, cause you're doing, let's, let's get into your entrepreneurial yeah, side. Yeah. So when you started, you knew you wanted to do CRNA. Did you know when you started that you wanted to be a nurse, <laughs> an entrepreneur or did that, is that something that let's talk about no. that? Cause this is where the shift yeah. happens, right? So it's like, yes, we, a lot of us make our goal. Like my goal was CNO. I thought, Right. When I first started, I was like, okay, I want to be a CNO. I want to, uh, thinking about entrepreneurship, I had no one to show me that that was even an option at the time. So I just wanted to be at the top. CRNA was on my list too, except I did a shadow day. I did two and I was like, all they doing is sitting down behind these people. (laughs) This is boring. I'm not going to be able to do it, but I actually applied to USC, um, I got to the second interview, but with, in between that time, they wanted you to have shadow. Like you had to have that on your application. And that's when I shadowed and I was like, okay, I love the money is so good. Right. But this is going to be boring, some boring shit (laughs) for me. I I knew I could not do it. And I was like money, like happy. like, okay, I'm going to be unhappy. So I had to let that go. So then I was like, see, the CNO is going to be the route that I took, but I never considered entrepreneurship. So, and becoming a business owner, where did that shift happen for you though? Like, was it once you became a CRNA? Like, when did that happen? Um, yeah, like you, it was never in my mind. It was like, I'm gonna be a CRNA and the money is good. And I was young at the time. I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, the money's gonna be great. I wanted, cause I went, my purpose and I went into it for a stable income, a hundred, hundred K a year. Uh, that's top 1%. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll be good. And then. I started working and in the ICU and I had some real haters, some big haters in there. Um, I just hated that I was very like bold and willing to, you know, dare and be different and show up fully. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I hate working with y'all. Y'all are really (laughs) annoying. Mm -hmm. And, and I was like, okay, being a CRNA, that's still shift work. Like, let's keep it a bug. Mm -hmm. That's still shift work. Whether or not you're 1099, whether or not you're self-employed, it's great money. That's 220, 250 an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I also won't, you know, play about that because we're speaking numbers. Yes. Um, but when I thought about it and I said, Oh, I still have to exchange Aisha Ayana Allen's time. Mm-hmm. I have to walk into a hospital, do what someone else tells me, take this patient, stay this long. Yeah, I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, when I could really be doing other things that I like, which is traveling, eating at restaurants, all those things, seeing my family, my friends. And I said, how do I leverage my time better? Mm-hmm. Like, I like this, mm-hmm. but I want to spend more time doing other things. Mm-hmm. And in CRNA school, um, and when you're around doctors, you start, your eyes are opened up to a completely different world. These are people making half a million dollars easy. Half the time we were talking about anesthesia, but the other time I'm hearing them walk in, yo, did you see the stock market today? Oh, last mm-hmm. week and we took our boat out, uh, me and the kids. And I, I'm like, what are y'all doing? Because I'm sitting here thinking that CRNAs are just boring. We're sitting back, look, people on their little iPads. No, these people are looking at their stocks and they're talking about, oh yeah, I just worked two shifts last week. That's it. And that for me, it like kicked in. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, Y'all have it figured out. And I started inquiring more about what they're doing. And it was real estate. Um, It was sometimes like owning um, necessary businesses like the coffee, 
Um, a lot of them invested in outpatient centers and things like that, mm -hmm. med spas they were investing in. Mm -hmm. And um, when I started doing a little bit more research, I was like, okay, real estate. That was a common denominator between everybody. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I will not recreate the wheel. I will figure out a, a way to make it work. And I just started learning as much as I could about real estate. And that's what I chose. One of the things I chose. The desire yeah. to want more. Mm -hmm. I don't think every, how can people who don't have it get it? Do you, what do you think about that? Cause I, I'm, I'm, as we're doing these interviews, we're hearing kind of a theme and it's like mm -hmm. the audacity. So you have, you're, you're audacious. A lot of us, hear it especially now on social take some the notebook take some yeah especially on social we hear it now more than ever but we still don't think yeah. we can do it right as now it's everywhere right mm -hmm. you don't have to just be sitting in a break room with other uh, people in the on the anesthesia team you can be literally on social media and see it but the urge to say of course they can is especially amongst nurses um i think is a big differentiating factor what are you it's a big mindset change mm -hmm. it's a big mindset change too but i think you have to be exposed to it i think mm -hmm. yeah there's social media and i didn't have it like that was not my exposure it was like and i do want to preface this by saying i am a very privileged black woman um my parent my mom just graduated with her doctorate i was taught to go to school mm -hmm. i grew up watching her with my three brothers four of us Staying up at night, getting her degree. We showed up at her graduations. That was my visual. Mm -hmm. So that's a privilege in itself. Yeah, um, for sure. And so I want to. I definitely want to state that I never wanted for food. I never wanted for. I never worried about when a meal was coming. Um, and so I didn't have a fight or flight bone in my body necessarily. And so all of that saying, I worked my ass off mm -hmm. i did um but i had it modeled for me in a way i didn't have entrepreneurship modeled for me at all but i saw mm -hmm. my mom buy a home and i was like oh okay so home buying is a thing so mm -hmm. i saw that mm -hmm. so i do think there needs to be some type of modeling mm -hmm. but to make it click I, and i don't like marketing to pain points at all i actually i hate like leaning on it too heavily mm -hmm. but i think it has to be like shown in in someone's face like do you want to be age 52 because I talk about this, age 52 is the average age of nurses. 52. Yeah. 65 years old being the largest age category of nurses. Mm -hmm. Do you want to be, and these are, it's registered obviously, but I'm not keeping my license if I'm not using my license. So these people are probably working. Mm -hmm. So at what age, at age 52, at age 65, what do you actually visualize your life looking like? Yeah. Are you showing up every day to a job that you're clocking into? Yeah. Um, are you having to ask your manager for time off? Do you have to use PTO when you're sick? Do you want to be able to go to your kids' field trips? Like Those are all pain points, by the way, Dr. Allen. <laughs> they are. I know. Ones. They are. <laughs> They're, and they are. And I hate, right. like, I hate having to be like, hey, y'all, look at this. But it's like. Well, they run from pain. You know, you can you can show them the like the shiny thing, but the first thing they're gonna do, Doctor Allen, is say, "Of course you can." They're gonna say, "You are a CRNA. Yeah, you can take the money and invest in this. You are a CRNA." They're gonna find a reason to differentiate you 
from them mm-hmm. and then they're going to lean on their well I don't have a CRNA and I don't have this and that's why to validate right. why they haven't gotten up off their you know what their ass and mm-hmm. did what they needed to do <laughs> or work harder or whatever it takes you know they're not going to do that mm-hmm. that's why you 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 have to let them know their pain and remind them so they can that's run true. away from that cuz they're not going to run to the good life because right. the plan the thing, was people see these flashy flashy right the plan the flash, flash. the plan was for nursing to be the good life <laughs> right <laughs> and then you come in <laughs> and then you yeah, show up like it, this is it right and it is that mindset shift that you were saying but the mindset shift is for them to realize that they can do it because it just seems like it's something in all of us who you know, we all complain, you know, works hard for everybody, but there's those few of us who are like, no, it can't be this way. I have to do something about it. And I'm just going to give it all that I have and get out there um, and do what I'm supposed to do. Or there's the others who sit and complain all the time and they never do anything. So it's just like, how do you have that click? Because um, I was agreeing or shaking my head when you were talking about, I worked in the anesthesia pain clinic. So uh, where we did epidurals for people getting back pain, those anesthesia, same thing. They're ER doctors because I'm, I'm a typically, I'm an ER nurse. They, they're just so busy. So I don't know what they're talking about, but the anesthesia, oh yeah, their golf course, their Porsche, their, their next real estate investment, yeah. where they're going this weekend. And yeah, it's a totally different conversation. And, and I'm the same too. When someone is, is making the money or has a life that I want, my ears perk up. What are they doing that I could be doing? What are they doing that I need to study? But some people would just, you know, like you said, Dr. Jones, like, oh, well, they could do it, but I can because of X, Y, and Z. And it just takes that special person that all they need to hear is somebody else doing it. And that's all they need as permission for them to go do it themselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think another key point of it is your network. And mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. who you're listening to on a podcast. Who are you in like communion with? Who are you talking to? Mm-hmm. Your yeah. family may be the reason why you are being held back. And I have to say this so quick because I have friends whose family lit- are telling them, don't do that. Why are you going back to grad school? That's not, that's a waste of your money. And it doesn't have to be grad school, but just everything they come up with is a, a no. And I'm like, you got to have to stop telling them anything, number one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it's like getting into spaces where people are asking more of themselves and also willing to ask more of you. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's an online network. Maybe you're going to uh, meet and greets, um, mm-hmm. something like that. Like getting in the room, getting in spaces where the conversations are different. Yes. I have a question. So in nursing, I kind of alluded to this earlier. CRNAs are like the cream of the crop. And what I mean by that is not to say that one specialty is better than the other, but the money that y'all make, (laughs) we're going to talk about it. First of all, I clenched my pearls when you said $225 an hour. Okay, let's start there. (laughs) Let's start there. But yeah. Okay, so from there to like wanting to become an entrepreneur or free up your time, as you say. Is that something that you see? Because I, I, we can't, even we say this just as nursing in general, like don't go into nursing for the money, right? Do you feel that way when it comes to CRNA and then even entrepreneurship to segue into entrepreneurship? Or should we be led by, like, is first of all, in my mind, money is not, people make it so taboo and it's, no, it's not. Like, it's how we live. It's how we sustain. So what are your thoughts on that? Um. So, the money conversation. I did an interview with EB 
um, RIP, I love you, um, a few years ago. And I mentioned that I, one of the reasons I went into nurse anesthesia was money. And they tried to roast me. I don't care what the internet says. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. okay, brokey, I don't care. <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> um, we need money to live. If you live in the United States of America and you don't live on uh, an Amish farm where you're bartering, right. you have to go exchange money for food, electricity, your internet, your TV, your gas, your car. I could go on your clothes. So you can talk to me. Oh, don't go into this for the money. Okay. So what am I doing this for? Why am I going to work every day to earn a paycheck? Mm -hmm. If your employer all of a sudden said, oh, you're not here for the money. I'll just give your paycheck to Sally Sue. Right. What? Right. It's, it's cool all mm -hmm. of a sudden. So that argument to me is irrelevant. Um, I think this is, so this is the side of the coin that I operate from. Um, I was living in Japan, like I said, for two years, and I learned a lot about um, this thing called Ikigai. Mm, I got the book. Um, I just showed the book. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I, yeah. I, read I, book. I got chills thinking about it. I truly learned what that was. And in America, we spend so much time doing only exchanging for money yeah. and not getting to explore our loves, not getting to necessarily help communities. Yeah. And I could go on about yeah. that. That's a whole other thing. The unique thing about nursing is we get to help our community and make money at the same time. Yeah. We don't necessarily love it. And it's okay if you don't. We're de nurses are demonized for not liking their job. There are people who sit at cubicles who hate their job, but mm -hmm. they get paid a lot of money because mm -hmm. they're on, you know, investing in other people's money, making millions. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so when we talk about money, I go into work every day to earn a paycheck. I, yes, $220 an hour. That's one option. I actually taking a job here in North Carolina that's paying me $1,400 a day um, with Medicare patients. Mm -hmm. um, I could be make, making a lot more. And a lot of people actually looked at me like, that's all you're working for for a whole day? And this is anesthesia money. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm like, yeah, because it makes me feel good to be working with Medicare dentist, uh, dentistry patients. Mm -hmm. um, but so going back to your, your, your question, um, when... We are exchanging our time for money and we're like, what makes, wait, what was your question again? Yeah. It was just about when people like kind of look at you for making a decision. Yeah. yeah not for money. Right, based off money. Okay. Yeah. So like saying all that to say, like you have to be strategic with your time and how are you leveraging your time? So when I looked at those options, nursing, NP, CRNA, and if I'm going to work and I'm going to have to go to work for the next few years, I want to be making the most amount of money mm -hmm. for the same amount of time that I'm exchanging. Mm -hmm. I want to be making more. Yes. Um, it's just, it's simple ratio to me. So I'm spending 12 hours, maybe if that's the shift that I'm doing, making 220 or would I choose to work 12 hours and make 70? And I serve that in front of you. You can make a choice. Now, the ability to get to the 220 an hour is a little bit of a road. It's three years now. Mm -hmm. um, but that's an investment. Yeah. And I'm, it was an investment I'm willing to make because now I can leverage those 12 hours that I spent 
and take a portion of that to go buy a home or invest in an online business or take a vacation. Um, and it takes me less of the less time to get that same amount um, of money. So that's really what it is. Right. Yeah. And people just don't understand, like, um, you, I think I feel like in nursing um, and not this may not be just only nursing, but because it's a female dominated profession, they always ask us to make decisions off of like emo- emotions and and although we do we cry with our patients we you know we go through it but like mm-hmm. the audacity to say don't do it for money like it's right. it's almost saying just barely and this is why nursing is in the state that it's in we're oh, COVID opened up the eyes for every industry first of all but for nursing really because it's like wait a minute you really are telling us to shut up and take it and give everything you have so much so that you're empty when you go home to your family and then here, take these crumbs. California nurses make this much. Florida nurses make that much. It's like, but they're given the same of themselves. It's crazy. It cannot be held to the same standard and it is okay to do it right. for money because what else do you have Bingo. as an incentive? You've given everything. <laughs> and you can't complain about it. <laughs> right. Don't post about it on social media. Sorry. Anyways, um, it's like the virtue signaling. I never subscribe to that crap. Like, yeah, I'm helping um, this patient in his hardest in their hardest times, and I'm gonna get paid for it. Right. Period. I left my family to come here because really, ultimately, my my reason for all of this. The reason I searched for a $100,000 job in the beginning was because I wanted to control my time. I saw my mom working her ass off, driving mm-hmm. two hours to D.C. because I made the most money. So, again, that's where I came from. Mm-hmm. I watched my, my mom got to the money mm-hmm. and she drove and commuted. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I watched people work multiple jobs. I definitely don't want to do that. And so I I'm not going, I, that was my driver. Like I want to control my time. I want to control where and how and what and how much. And this has allowed me to do that. Yeah. I love that. And the yes. buying of the time is really essentially what we're doing. And what you have shown and what I think the biggest takeaway from nurses who are watching this that they need to really pay attention to. It doesn't matter whether you're making the CRNA money or you going people the first thing they want to do is go back to school cuz they feel like it's going to get them there and it still may not. So that's why it's so plan. important cuz if I always get those questions, should I go back to NP school? Okay, what's your reason? I'm not going to just tell you to go to NP school if you're saying I hate <sighs> having a lot of patients, I overwork, I miss my kids, I this. I'm going to tell you, babe, you need to invest in something that's going to bring in some money and not go into oh, further debt cuz if you're going to work at a clinic, you're about to get 30, 40 patients a day. And please, y'all, if you're listening, go shadow. Go shadow what you're trying to do like Dr. Jones did. She shadowed. Yeah. Like you must figure out and and go to someone that is doing what you want to do. And that's the real answer for all things in life, really. Mm-hmm. Don't go yeah. to uh, a aesthetics NP if you, that's not what you want to do to go see what your life is going to be as an NP. Because yeah. yours is not going to look like that. Mm-hmm. Um and I won't talk about MPs because I'm not an MP, so mm-hmm. I, I'll leave it to your next yeah. MP guest. Yeah. Um, but as a CRNA, I never met a CRNA that didn't like their job. Mm. Is that because they're paid well? Probably a big portion of it mm-hmm. because I'm sitting, like you said, I'm sitting, which that's not all our job is. <laughs> right. It looks like it. Yeah. 
it, it looks like it. Right. Um, but we get paid for the most challenging times mm-hmm. and to be able to fix it. Yeah. So yeah. what we are paid matches what our, our knowledge. Because mm-hmm. what we when we are sitting, it looks like we're sitting not doing anything, yeah. but we're listening to the heart rate. We're listening to the surgeon go, oh, sh- she's bleeding. Yeah. And we are yeah. looking to see if our patient's breathing well and on the vent. And it does look boring. And I like it boring. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And it's now it's, but you're right, though. Like yeah. give me all the boring jobs. <laughs> no, but you're right though. It if you're a person that wants to be all yeah. up in the thing, that's boring. It could be boring. Yeah. It's and what I really what boring. I know is that you guys get your pay is commensurate of those, you know, maybe once a day, once a week moments where all shit goes <laughs> like it goes to Hades, you know, like I understand that. So that's that's really where because the knowledge has to be there the skill the action yeah. the ability to think on your Immediately. toes like and you I have wanna, to switch from I need to looking at that book to okay da, 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 and i get it because right <laughs> yeah. now and i don't want people to scare, to scare people but crna is, is 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 the money is flashy but when your patient can't breathe and they're blue and they're gray None of that matters if you can't calm down, take a breath, and figure out that you need to push albuterol and more propofol and whatever and tell the surgeon to move and everyone else to be quiet and step out the room or you got a mom on the table and their husband's right next to you and you got to intubate the mom because it's an emergency section. Like, none of that matters if you can't do your job because yeah. then you'll find yourself out of a job. Not yes. wood. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) for the, for the business side of this, so now you have your multiple businesses, you have taken and leveraged and you continue to work as a CRNA, which is amazing. So you have that. And now you have a little more wiggle room. What does life look like for you now? Yeah. Good question. So life looks like I'm not working till 2023 in a hospital. Um, so I got back in October and I haven't set foot into a hospital. Um, Yes, because I wanted a break. The military is rough. Mm -hmm. And I like to say that cortisol is not cute. And I was stressed. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I took some time and I have been able to do that because of the rental income that I have, Mm -hmm. the Airbnb air income that I have, Mm -hmm. um, the fact that I don't pay those mortgages. Um, I have a coaching business that I coach, use to coach on the side and help nurses to yeah. leave the bedside as well. Yeah. Um, and I have an online blue light glasses company called UV. I'm going to send y'all some. Um, I was Shop looking Media. like my ring light is all, I was thinking, what kind of light do she have? Cause she don't have this ring on her. <laughs> okay. Well, I also don't have my ring. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So these are blue light glasses for healthcare it. shop UVA, you know, shop UVA.com U V E A. Okay. Um, so, uh, and so I started that while I was in CRNA school. So when I tell you I have a strong, like, I don't care what you say, I can do it anyway, bone in my body, uh-huh. like, I will do it. Oh, you can't start that business while you're in CRNA school. You shouldn't buy that house while you're in CRNA school. Mm-hmm. You don't know me, baby. Right. I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so are so, you... So, yeah, so life looks like that. So are you... Okay, so I know you mentioned that you have a $14, $1,400 a week uh, assignment that you're doing, which mm-hmm. for nurses, that sounds amazing. But I know for y'all level, it's not maybe the best. But, <laughs> People looked at me crazy when I told them that. <laughs> But it must be rewarding to be able to make decisions off of your 
purpose and what feels good mm-hmm. and not just have to get what they throw at you. Right. I, right. Um, I think that that is more than money can even buy when you're able to do that. Um, but when it comes to your short term rentals and, you know, all these other things, is that what is included? Like, are you helping other nurses to to learn how to do short term rentals? And yeah. what's what's the money like in short term rentals? Anyway, I don't have a short term. rental, so it's yeah, yeah. So short term rentals. And if you ask most people like the billionaires where they make their money is real estate. Mm-hmm. And I like I told said earlier, I'm copying them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have a billionaire in my family. So you're my family now, Warren Buffett. I'm right. copying you. <laughs> so um, I have taken tons of courses. I've paid a lot of people. to. Um, I had a lot of mentors. I've spent like 65, I added it up, $65,000 the last two years on coaching and mentoring. Mm-hmm. And I have now taken the best parts of what I've learned, my experiences, mm-hmm. and have put them into either courses or private mentoring or group mentoring. Mm-hmm. So I put together a nurse Airbnb course. And I literally coach you through starting an Airbnb or short-term rental using Airbnb, uh, Logify, Furnish Finder. I got way more resources in there because it doesn't just have to be Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I get into in the course. But I teach you how to find a place, whether you own it or not, um, get it under contract, and to how to design it, how to furnish it, how to pick your customers that stay with you. Because a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm, how can I charge? I charge $400 a night for my Vegas property wow. at the least. I remember your post about that. And that was during the time where they were saying you couldn't even get an Airbnb in Vegas. Because I looked exactly. at that when they were building the stadium at the beginning and they was like, they were hurrying yeah. up trying to crack down on people, but you were still able to get Right. Them. And so talk about strategy. I was choosing, I had six places I could choose for the, with the Air Force and Vegas was one of them. And I was like, well, what's the real estate looking like in all these places? And Vegas was the best one. I looked at the city plans. They had the stadium going in and I was like, oh yeah, for sure. And so I... I teach you how to make a legal Airbnb because you have to look at the laws. Um, my Airbnb in Las Vegas is legal, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, you need a short-term rental license. It's a business license mm-hmm. for that one. And they make you jump through hoops because it's the hotels out there. The hotel industry is dominating. Yeah. Um, but when people are like, oh, it's dead, Airbnb's dead, and da-da-da, yeah. I'm like, you don't have one. You must not have an Airbnb yeah. because <laughs> I can easily pull in $5,000 a month just renting my home on the weekends, charging $400 a night and other things that I include in my bonus section of the course, uh, how to upcharge and things you can include um, to make your uh, your business more profitable. So short-term mm-hmm. rentals completely changed my life. That's actually where I started. Mm-hmm. I bought a home in Vegas with the intention of short-term rentals because um, I was going to be living there. And when I made my first $5,000 and covered my mortgage and had that left, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is like, this is it. Yeah. And so that's when it really clicked for me with real estate because people need a place to lay their heads. Yeah. People need a place to sleep. Yeah. And if I'm there, someone else is going to have to be there. Mm-hmm. And right. the nursing I heard in Las Vegas is trash. And so um, renting out to nurses is also really helpful in Las Vegas too. Yeah. Um, Cause I have pivot points. Um, and I teach you that in my short-term rental class too. Like it's not just about Airbnb, which most of it is, but I teach you other platforms yeah. to use and what you can do in the winter months if you don't want to deal with tenants. Mm-hmm. And cause I structure everything, you know, yeah. calendar winter months. I'm not touching it. I don't deal with a bunch of people. Yeah. So I put a longer midterm 
person over the holidays. Yeah. I'm giving y'all mm-hmm. some of the tea. That's what I do. <laughs> and then when the new year comes up, I'm back to short-term rentals. Yeah. So needless to say. So that's just... You yeah. you recommend Airbnb still. You still, Absolutely. when people say you recommend that for nurses. I recommend Airbnb as long as you have a plan and you have a strategy to make a certain amount of money. And I, cause people don't plan well. They, they say, Oh, I'm gonna do Airbnb. And they say, uh, I'm going to make this amount of money. And you did not do your research. You didn't research why people are coming into this city. You didn't look up the laws that say you actually can't operate your Airbnb like that. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't operate it from here or like, you know, and so they get into a spot and they're like, Oh damn, I can't. Mm -hmm. And so they bought a house um, that they can't utilize. They don't know how to run real estate rentals, period. Mm -hmm. And they're in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so then what do they do? They end up having to sell their home, take it as a loss. It ends up, I could talk about this all day, floods the market, Mm -hmm. the local market Mm -hmm. where they are, drops prices, and you have this cycle. Now, if you choose properly, you choose a Las Vegas or you choose an Austin or you choose an L.A., you don't really have to worry about all that. Yeah. Because people are always yeah. traveling there. Yeah. That's another right. story for another day. No, but that's, <laughs> that's good, though, because I know it's a sexy word right now. You know, Airbnb, Turo, you hear about arbitrage, you hear about it all the time. And it's, it's, I've heard some people out there coaching on it and that has not been very good, you know, of course. And they, and it I, bugs me. <laughs> right. Because this is what you do. So it's like, it can affect your business too because people will think we all are all the same. Yeah. I feel the same way mm-hmm. in, in my space mm-hmm. too. But it's good to know it's still something that is viable and that nurses can yeah. get into, especially if they don't want to necessarily get into aesthetics or, you know, something right. like that. Then right. They can get into real estate. And aside aside from short-term rentals, real estate really is the crux of it all. Mm-hmm. Um owning land, owning a piece of property that can increase in value. And you can hear this all over the internet. Nothing that I'm saying right now is new, but when you buy something and you can leverage it to generate income, it's now an asset. Your homes that you probably bought or live in, if you have one, um, if you refinance that or get a HELOC and can take money out of it and then go buy another apartment building or a fourplex or a duplex. Mm-hmm. You have now turned that your home into an asset. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's really what it is about um, for me. Yeah. And again, if you ask most people who are millionaires, what they do, or if they have any real estate as part of their, uh, their strategy, a lot of them will say yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm mostly spending my time doing in 2023. Um, in my network, the Ditch to Bedside Network, I'm coaching nurses to go from not understanding real estate at all, um, putting a team together to help them find uh, a real estate where they are, um, fixing their credit score, finding homes, being able to renovate it or finding a team to renovate or investing from your phone, yeah. not having to buy a home, I love that. investing yeah. in a real estate investment trusts. Yeah. Um, I'm just mm-hmm. flooding my network with all of this knowledge so that people can pick and choose, you know, what they want. And so that's my main, um, my goal for 2023 is to just get people into real estate who are interested in it. I love it. I love it. That's amazing. That's so good. Okay. So we'd like to leave um, with some kind of homework assignment. And I feel like real estate is your, your 
your judge. So I, I want to yeah. know, and I want you to give some advice to nurses who are just like done. Like they, they're tired. 2023 cannot be like 2022. This is what they're saying to themselves. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I am tired, especially with all the, the, you know, things that's going on on social media with nursing and people are just feeling so unappreciated. And uh, that's a whole nother topic. So what mm-hmm. are some actionable steps that they can take right now if they're interested in starting in real estate or, you know, doing yeah. short term rental? So number one is to tell yourself that you can do it and that you can change your circumstances and truly believe it. That's number one. Um, number two is to look at the current state of your finances. If we run away from what things are, you are not even going to be able to get a handle on what you can do. So check mm-hmm. your credit score. Check the areas that are lacking. Um, that's number two. Have a little bit of a cushion. Maybe just... Number number three, have a cushion. Um, if it's just one month's rent, just something that gives you a little breathing room. They say three months, but some people might not be able to do that. Um, number four, and this is what I would have done if I knew what I knew now mm-hmm. at 23 years old. I would have found a home, um, a multi-unit of some sort, a duplex, triplex, quadplex. And I know it sounds very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, But I would have found one of those and I would have taken out an FHA loan, an FHA, if it needs to be fixed up, an FHA 203, a renovation home loan through the FHA. I think those are the numbers. I'm kind of tired. Um, So a renovation loan. Mm -hmm. And I would have, get that under contract. Um, I would, you find a contractor, renovate it. Um, Personally, probably find something that's turnkey and I would pay the I would say, what I call it is um, there would be a fee. So you'd be paying top dollar um, for the home that's already renovated, a turnkey home. Yeah. I would find something that I didn't have to do much to. Mm-hmm. So let's say someone put up a duplex, a new new tube duplex. I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. Forget the noise. Oh, it's too much. The market. I would buy it right now. Mm-hmm. And I would live in one unit and rent out the other one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do another thing after that, you live in that home forever if you wanted to, but you now have just reduced dramatically reduced your living expenses because you are sharing your mortgage with somebody. So I would have done that and I would have did it during near my nursing school and I would hang up signs in my nursing school cafeteria or the, where we heat up our food in the microwave. And I would say nurse a house for rent. Mm-hmm. And I would do that once. And I, if I never did anything at the end, I would just get my housing paid for that way um yeah so that's that's what i would do i love that and there are some programs out here in uh uh, california called one is called naca i don't know if it's i think it's nationwide (laughs) right naca it is and i I wish i knew i wish i knew i i actually met a young lady she's a lvn she actually went through naca and got a fourplex stayed in one Mm -hmm. after about a year her complete mortgage was paid for and then there's gentrification going on in our neighborhood now. So now she's literally paying for her new house and the mortgage on that place just off of her rent. And I'm like, dude, that was, and that's all. And I just wish I knew that. Yeah. Um, and if you couldn't do any of that, if you are scared to do that and I get it, join a network, 
And I'm a, I'm a plug mine in right now. Yes. Join the Ditch the Bedside Network. Yes. Ditch the Bedside Network. You can find it on my Instagram. Um, I will walk you through everything. Yes. I have people who come in. I want to have you come on there eventually. Yeah. Um, sure. I have people who come in and talk about their industries. Yeah. Um, I've had someone start a restaurant and they're coming in to speak next month. Yeah. Um, someone who does syndication deals in real estate. Like, it's not just about real estate. I have people come in and talk about so many stocks, yes. whole life insurance, yes. um, just to get the knowledge. If that's mm -hmm. one thing you do is start, like, pay people for their knowledge. Yes. Stop being afraid to pay people for the time they have spent learning. Mm -hmm. Because one thing that other people do, and I will right. say this very quickly, other uh, outside the nursing community mm -hmm. um is they pay to get in rooms. They pay for someone else's knowledge. They pay for mentorship. Mm -hmm. They internship. I can't tell you how many times I did things for free just to be up around somebody mm -hmm. who knew what I wanted to know. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you want me to do? File what? Plant where? Yeah. Without, and I didn't pay a dime. Yeah. Um, and just going back, you said something about the nursing field and, and finances. Medical school, they have courses and classes that teach them how to spend their money and what to do when they get their money. Mm -hmm. Raise your hand here if you had a finance class in your nursing school. Hmm. Not not a one. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what I'm also I my doctorate, I'm trying to be up in somebody's school and be somebody's teacher yes. teaching my finances. Yes. Not gonna wood. Yeah. Um because we don't have it. No, we don't. <laughs> so we don't. That we don't. that and that tells that answers your question like why are nurses it's not programmed in us to do that. It's programmed to go to a hospital, take orders. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So that's it. We have to start being the ones that do differently. Yeah. And we are. We're doing this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So where can everyone reach you? First of all, let's talk about your programs. We know you have Ditch the Bedside. Now, yes. can you just give us a good little overview of that? And then any of the other um, programs or, you know, digital products or whatever yeah. you have that can help the people. Yeah, so Ditch the Bedside relatively new. Um, I changed all the other names and have focused into Ditch the Bedside. As I'm, you can rewind this podcast and what Ditch the Bedside means to me, it's really about creating space between you and the bedside, however you choose to do it, but being mindful of your future and what that looks like mm -hmm. um, and not having to depend on shift work, overtime work, mm -hmm. and having to call your manager to ask for time off. Um, and so that network in itself is through my, is on Mighty Networks. So love the platform. Um, we have monthly sessions. We have, I do weekly check-ins one-on-one, -on -one, or excuse me, uh, with the entire network. I was like, one -on -one. what? Sorry, about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but we do like a coaching call. Yeah, that's good. For, you know, uh, weekly where we show up and work together. Right. Yeah, that's good. Um, and then a monthly session. Um, I also bring investment deals in there now. So I just started something called mm -hmm. Ancestors Capital. You'll be hearing about that soon um, yeah uh, and so then I have courses that are recorded so I nurse Airbnb builder course um, I have another course launching which is a amalgamation of some of the alignment work that I do so getting you where you are as a nurse to creating a strategic plan like long-term plan for where you want to be so envisioning what that looks like and reverse engineering where mm -hmm. you can start and what steps to take and um that's called the align hive membership and that's like a six month um deal it's a cohort that we work very closely together i don't take more than five anymore um just so that we can really work and we're working on a project together like what i'm showing you the behind again? the scenes yeah, a line hive. A line. It's like a hive. 
you know, shout out to B. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and that's all through, all of those things are through my website. So AishaAllen.com is where you can find that. Mm -hmm. A-I-S-H-A. Allen, A-L-L-E-N.com. Okay. Um, you can see them on my courses. I have a CRNA prep course. If CRNA is the route for you yeah. and you just want more information and mm-hmm. you want to see what you can make, what we do, yeah. uh, how to apply, how to interview, I have a prep course for that. Um, my my whole goal, though, is just really to help nurses ju- to, to reach their icky guy um, yeah. and to love more of the life that they're living and not have to subject themselves to rude this coworker Kathy Karen whoever and just yeah. physical, live their best life violence physical family all of that. nurses it's enough is enough enough is enough yeah. and yeah. we serve the community we serve the community every day we wake <laughs> up every day we step foot in our job we serve other people yeah mm-hmm. why on earth do we not believe that we deserve anything so that's that's why i also like working with nurses because we have that that part of our oh i want to help the world we Mm -hmm. have that we do it every day yeah Yeah. so move on now help ourselves yeah and and it's funny how okay and then we're gonna close out because i know i've been i can keep talking but it's it's just funny (laughs) how healthcare is a business but for some reason nurses are supposed to be giving up everything (laughs) my god and nothing else needs to be said, snaps. <laughs> Listen, that Aisha, episode. thank you so much for joining us. Yes, Crystal, thank you. Go ahead. You wanted to add something? Yes, it's been a wonderful episode. Thank you so much for joining yeah. us. And follow her, you guys. Check out everything that she has to offer if you're looking into real, real estate. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you we can follow me on, on IG. Oh, yeah. Go yeah, ahead. Follow IG. me on IG. Let me, let me tell y'all. Follow me on IG, um, Aisha underscore C-R-N-A. Um, and all my links are in that bio. So follow me there. Yes. Are you on TikTok yet? I am on TikTok. Aisha underscore CRNA. Okay. You know, I'm hitting my little dance moves. Yeah. Yeah. So is TikTok <laughs> your more like just whatever goes type of thing? And then, yes. Yeah. It's whatever goes. It's fun. I'm going to be having some way different updates on that platform because yeah. I'm making some moves. Period. y'all. Like follow, follow me. So you yeah. can see what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Allen, for joining us today and for giving us all the tea. You guys, as yes. we say always, it is time to make the shift. We are hoping that mm-hmm. all of our guests, they are adding value to you. You're bringing other people in so that they can get some of this value. But more importantly, that you're making decisions that prioritize your mental, physical, and emotional health. It's your girl, Dr. Yes. Kiana Jones. Bye, and it's Crystal. <laughs> it's Crystal. <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll see you, guys see you soon. soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope that you had as much fun as we did, and most importantly, got tons of value from this conversation. Post your biggest aha moments and tag us on social. You can find all of our info in the show notes. And if you love the show, please take the time to subscribe and leave us a review. We're so grateful for each and every one of you and cannot wait to see you crush it in your businesses. Talk to you next time.